Hi, my name is Wallace. I'm an indie rock artist from Los Angeles, California, and I'm here opening up for the 1975 in Sydney. Welcome to the next episode of Introducing, and I'm pretty pumped with uh, with this one. I think I'm genuinely going to introduce Wallace to you. Now, if you did get to see the 1975 on their much-talked-about Australian tour, which has only just wrapped up, you would have seen Wallace support the boys. She's performed in front of 60,000 people on this tour. A much-talked-about tour, may I add, the 1975. I mean, Matty Healy didn't eat any raw meat on stage this time, but he did have a cigarette and what resembled a bottle of wine. And at the Sydney show where we're at right now for this chat... Um, he was filmed kind of waking up in a bed backstage and then being wheeled out to the show. Like, he was, it was a very theatrical performance. And, and Wallace was incredible to watch. She was born and raised in Hollywood, so she was destined to be a star. And we are sitting backstage before she's about to go on. This is the last leg of the tour. I think heading over to New Zealand next. Yes, she is. And then off to her own headline tour of the UK, US and Toronto, which kicks off in May. Her new single, Best Friend, is out now. Go stream it after this chat. Her forthcoming EP, Mr Big Shot, is out in June. Please enjoy my chat with Wallace. We've um, brought all these people with us and equipment and we failed to bring a power cord, which I guess is my team's issue, not yours. But thank you I've for going to check. I've done things like that all the time. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, there's always something missing. What's the it's most okay. down of the wire kind of thing? We just like didn't ask for a keyboard stand for a couple of shows. Mm. So they're just like looking for like a random stool or crates <laughs> to put a keyboard on. That's okay. Yeah. And showbiz, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, I remember going to um, LA to interview the Chili Peppers once and what I didn't realise because I'm from Australia and you're from LA, but you've got all these power outlets in hotels, but not all of them are live because there's some rule in, in America about power outlets. Oh, really? Not all being live. So I charged my kind of recording system the whole night and it was one of the ones that wasn't live. I've never heard of the rule, but it might just be like, broken power outlets. Maybe. Maybe I feel like I, I come into contact with that more. Maybe that's more the standard of my accommodation. <laughs> yeah. I've like fried some electronics because like US has 120 volts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's 220. Yeah, we're pretty hectic here, and, aren't we? Uh, Europe is too. So I like plugged in a hair straightener and it just didn't work anymore. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. But I've never like fried a pedal board, luckily. Yeah. <laughs> Well, welcome to Australia. You were just telling me before we had all this um, hoo-ha. You've never been here before. Yeah, this is my first time. We've been here for like nine days now, maybe. I saw photos and videos of your show at the River Stage in Brisbane. Yeah. That was beautiful. No offense to Sydney, but Brisbane well, has on. been <laughs> my favorite crowd. Oh, yeah. But tonight can make up for Well, that's it. true. Please make we'll up for see. tonight. Yeah. We're at Kudos Bank Arena. We're <laughs> backstage. Um, is this your, this your last Australian show? Yeah. Yeah. We go to New Zealand on Tuesday. So tomorrow we have a day off. I'll get to explore Sydney a bit. Yeah. Okay, so you you, you like the River Stage, Brisbane. Um, has there been anything about Australia that you've decided that is not that cool? No, I haven't. You're allowed I was to say scared. It. No, no, Just I was, speaking into an iPhone. I mean, like... Oh. <laughs> I was scared for the bugs. Yeah. I haven't encountered too many bugs, like yeah. a normal amount of bugs, I would say. Yeah. Um. Everyone's been really nice. 
Oh. We're nice because we're far away. Like we, like when someone from so America comes, we're like, away. hi. <laughs> we don't want to really offend far you. Away. Um, but it's really nice. It's yeah. nice. It's been pretty nice weather. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell us about like growing up because I feel, especially as an Australian, if you grow up in LA, like you were never going to be like an accountant or anything, were you? <laughs> I mean, I have some friends with normal jobs. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I think it, it, growing up in LA gives is like gives you the ability to know that you can have a successful career in a not traditional job because mm-hmm. like. In like elementary school, you'll be like, "Oh, your classmate's stepmom is a famous actress, or your friend's neighbor five yeah. doors down is in all these movies or producer or something." So it doesn't feel like that far out of reach. Which, in comparison to like if you grew up in like a small town in America or another country that mm. isn't like known for their entertainment industry, I think it feels so far away. But sometimes, like, people who are from somewhere smaller, they kind of break through because it's against the odds. Was there ever a part of you in LA going, I'm surrounded by, like, like everyone? No, that's <laughs> like, definitely why, true. Where do I fit in? Yeah, there's, like, a lot of hot people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. So And, like, there's a lot of people that want to be musicians and actors, and it is, like, oversaturated in that way. Um, but... I don't think I ever thought of it like that, of like too much competition. I was just like, it seems possible to keep going. Were your parents musical? No. I guess I learned a couple years ago. My dad used to play piano, but hmm. that's like. We the all extent. used to play piano, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's like everyone the extent in the room. Of my <laughs> <laughs> that's the extent of my family music history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just me. Me and my family. So, well, so where does that start? Because, I mean, I, I've read all the information. Like, you went to the new school in New York, which I want to talk to you about. But, but, but before we get to there, what, what happened before that? Because that obviously sounds like a, you have to probably apply for a place yeah. like that. <laughs> so were you writing songs in your bedroom? Were you playing guitar first? Were you playing piano? Were you writing poems? Like, what were you doing before you got to there? I started learning music in elementary school. It was like you just choose an instrument to learn. Mm. And I did... Um, Sorry, we're just being told you have to speak into the iPhone. I did <laughs> recorder because oh, I was gross. like, what well, you had to first do. <laughs> and then you get to choose the instrument you yeah. want. Uh, and it was... I chose trumpet for a year and then I did cello. And so I was... So you I'm didn't like, want to be famous at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I chose like the most random instruments at you the time. You were the three most annoying instruments. <laughs> <laughs> no, cello is beautiful. Once you learn how to play, yeah, yeah, of course. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I was, I'm like, was like classically trained as much as a kid could be, I would say. Mm-hmm. And then my mom's like, "You have a gift," and I started like I taught myself like piano chords in middle school, and then what were you listening to? Like, what were you liking? Um, I my mom's boyfriend at the time filled up my first iPod with like a lot of Weezer, some Blink-182 oh yeah uh, Gwen Stefani uh, and Black Eyed Peas which aren't necessarily that's unfortunate but no, apart from the others it was really fun like when you're like nine <laughs> yeah Will I am write music Black for nine year olds but definitely like Weezer and Gwen Stefani has shaped my music today um, 
Oh and yeah, Gwen Stefani's like well, I grew I grew up in the No Doubt era, uh, but everything she's done since then is yeah. just she's incredible. I saw her perform at the Singapore Grand Prix of all places, and she but really she fun. is unbelievable. Yeah, that's. A, I that's wish a, I could have seen a No Doubt era yeah. show. I saw like. I think it was the Sweet Escape tour oh, yeah. when I was little. That was like the first one of my first concerts I went to. But you do. Like, we'll speak you no doubt though. You you can leave. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. I just didn't want to ruin the audio. No, 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 <laughs> no. The iPhone. The iPhone's doing that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll jump around that bit. But speaking of no doubt, let's talk about nineties because you, you have a, had an EP called the nineties. American superstar, and I read a really interesting story about you going to your grandmother's house in Utah, and then we'll talk about the nineties. Tell me about that. My grandparents, for some reason, bought a house in Utah with like their inheritance, and they're always like, "Next year we're gonna move to Utah," which is like it's like a six and a half hour drive from LA. Mm -hmm. But they literally like year after year they never went, and I would go every like New Year's because it's like. We could go like snowboarding up the mountain pretty close and stuff. And it's just like a huge Mormon house. I don't. Yeah, we no. have Mormons here. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Not, so, like, not, not here. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, it, you know, I mean, they have a lot of kids in their large houses in Utah. Yeah. Um, so I would go there. And since no one lived there, there was no Wi-Fi. But for some reason, my, my grandparents had like drawers and drawers full of DVDs. And so we'd be like, okay, what should we watch tonight? And just go through the DVDs. Yeah. And I don't, I guess they still make DVDs, but obviously they made them a lot more oh, yeah. <laughs> 10 years ago. But it also used to be a status symbol. <laughs> so like when I remember moving out of home, like you used to have your movie collection on your bookshelf. Like oh, yeah. A, yeah. Like this thing went from everyone having books to like, I have all the diehards <laughs> and all the sex in the cities. Aren't I great? Yeah, there's a lot of DVDs here. Yeah. Um, so we'd just like choose one every night and uh, I would go to this house for like writing trips or like just me and my producer and a couple friends would go and just try to work most of the day and then like go play catch in a random field. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that like inspired the song and the EP title yeah. and the EP. Yeah. yeah. But the 90s is the best. I mean, you probably don't know that yet. But I was born in 98. Yeah. It, but that's why it's the best. Like, but I, so I'm, a, I would say I'm a 90s kid. Yeah. I'm not 2000. Oh, 2000. No. <laughs> that's, that's black IP stuff. But yeah. like 90s, but, but Quinn Tarantino has this great thing where he says the 90s was the 70s, where he said that music and film was just kind of did what it wanted to do. Like even big budget films were still original stories. With, with greater, like, they're, they're not based on Marvel characters yeah. or Harry Potter stuff. Like, it's actually someone sitting down writing a script, making a movie or making an album, which even, like, no doubt was huge when, like, other, like, the music that was around in the 90s wasn't the same. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it, it actually kind of mainstream music in the 90s really was very individual. I mean, I agree. Like, I mostly still listen to 90s music today. Mm. Like, because I that's what I, like, found when I was, like, 10 to 13 so I still I mean earlier you asked like I said like Weezer No Doubt mm. also like Radiohead yeah I still just constantly go back to those artists in Nirvana yeah <laughs> so tell me about jazz we're going backwards now mm -hmm. but you went to the new school and you is it study jazz 
Yeah, I studied vocal jazz performance. Okay. Can you, and on behalf of people listening, explain to me jazz? <laughs> because I don't get it, but I, <laughs> but I think I should. <laughs> um, the reason that I like went for that major is because it, jazz is a very like technical genre like compared to like even the songs that I make like more rock or mm. pop it's like four chords it's the same things kind of over and over so many songs are consent like you could sing the same or so many songs over the same progression yeah um so jazz kind of like is a lot more complicated than that and I agree, like sometimes some jazz, especially specific like subgenres, are like too much for me to listen to. Yeah. Like my boyfriend's a studio jazz guitar player, like major. He got his whole degree and everything. He's your guitarist on this tour, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I'm very lucky. Um, <laughs> but sometimes he'll be playing like, <laughs> like John Coltrane. And I like some John Coltrane albums but sometimes he plays them and it's just so chaotic yeah and it, during like a stressful time to like we're trying to figure something out or like we're late with, <laughs> and i'm like no. please please turn that off i'm so glad you said that <laughs> no but sometimes like there's so many beautiful moments in jazz as well so you just have to find there's a needle like, in a haystack moment maybe no no there's <laughs> I'm a not lot in your mouth. I'm just... no there's a lot I think it's I was able to find the the parts of jazz that I loved yeah. early like in in high school um so I went to college as that major not for obviously the degree because you can't get any jobs with a vocal jazz <laughs> performance degree, but just to like get better at singing and musical theory and yeah, yeah. So this is something you always wanted to do. Yeah, I get yeah. So what, so so because you acted as well, right? Yeah, I always wanted to either be a musician or an actor, but for some reason, acting sounded easier. Yeah, and well, that was just, literally not. Really, but are you just like, saying someone else's words and standing where they want you to stand? Whereas, like out there, you're doing everything you you've done yourself. I think acting like I was going, I was going for, I still love it. And like, by the way, I'm not trying to piss off all the jazz and actors no, no, no. listening. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. <laughs> I, I don't know why, like, I didn't, I feel like music seems a little bit harder to break into. Right. Like, there's so, it's so easy. Do you want me to wait a second? Oh, this is, <laughs> this is the Kudos Bank Arena aircon. That's all right. Yeah. Um, I feel like, we're breaking music. into yeah, yeah that's There's true. so many you. I, it's really nice now that you can record a song on your phone on GarageBand or do a podcast <laughs> or do a podcast <laughs> into the phone speaker. Um, but also, it makes it very oversaturated, and it seems really hard to break through. Which is like how I felt for many years before I like made it. Yeah, you can say that. I don't, yeah, it still feels like I'm still. You're supporting the 1975. You're, 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 doing, you're, you're playing arenas. No, that, mean, that's pretty crazy recently. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's a recent addition. What's what I want to ask about before, like, where did performing life come? Because it feels like you're a student of music and you, like, you know what you're talking about. You're not just writing love songs from boyfriends when you're in high school, you know? You're like, you know what you're doing. So, where's the moment then that you, well, even tell me about your first show and, and how that came about. Like, did you just decide? to do that or you asked to do that or because I'm very interested to know why you're sitting here right now because that is that's not nothing no it's pretty crazy yeah. every day I'm like what the, like I just walked out there to drop off some gear and I'm like 
this is big. There's a lot of people. <laughs> There's a lot of people here. Um, Dressed like Matt Healy all outside. <laughs> I wore a white shirt and a tie the other day. And the amount of comments I got, they're yeah. like, Wallace is here for the Maddie he- Healy cosplay convention. I was like, it's a white shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he owns that and now. he hasn't even been wearing white shirts and ties anymore. No, no. <laughs> um, but I... Uh, what was it? No, how about your first, <laughs> first like, like do, do, oh, out, out, out of show. the student of music kind of scenario to where you know what you're doing, to being on stage and performing live and obviously now you've got your own shtick, you know, you've got your own yeah. act. My, I mean, I, I credit, like, going to, honestly, going to, like, music high school and one year of college and, like, acting when I was younger a lot to, like, giving me, like, confidence, confidence to not be nervous in front of new people Mm. um but still even like the first show i played with them it was by far the biggest show i've played and i was still nervous again um my first show it was it was like a a lot different kind of music than what i make now i always wanted to make like indie rock like of like alternative what i grew up listening to but i just really didn't like know how to i guess and finally it clicked and that's when I started to like find success in like uh, listeners. Mm-hmm. So I had like another iteration before what it is now. Um, but that was like a tiny show where I had to be like, please, please buy a ticket. I have to sell 30. <laughs> and my mom's like, I'll bring my coworkers. <laughs> like, like, please, it's $10. Yeah. Where was, um, where was your first show? I think probably like Hotel Cafe, which is pretty popular in LA, mm-hmm. of like being a lot of people's first shows yeah, or like. I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. It was pretty cool. Were you nervous? Yeah. Yeah. Not did, as did, nervous as I was the first show with them, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because Matt Healy probably makes you think that you've got to eat raw steak on stage <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> what, what, what's been touring with them like? Because obviously, well, they are their own. They're a phenomenon, right? They've got this, 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 not only for their music, but what they represent. Like, have you got to spend time with the guys in terms of um, working? Like, have they given you any advice? Like, is there one thing that you've walked away, like, you've opened a fortune, a Matt Healy fortune cookie, and you've gone, he's told me this? Or are you just I doing your own thing? I haven't interacted with them too much, but um, I've met Maddie a couple mm. times. Maddie and George mostly I've talked to more, and they're, extremely sweet actually we have a photo of when I met Maddie in 2015 which <laughs> I don't think um, you know we'd had a few drinks I don't, I don't think but I have a photo none of us, well, yeah, tonight this, we're getting a photo oh, tonight you're getting a photo yeah oh, there you go um, look at these two young oh, bucks <laughs> my tour photographer has been a fan for a long time and she has like photos I think from 2013 yeah like a couple times meeting him yeah um, he's really sweet. I think yeah. his internet persona is a lot different. Of course. Obviously. But that's the world, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and it was funny. I think one of my main interactions was the other day we had like other press before a show and he's like walking around and we we're doing like a random photo shoot in the hallway. He's like, what are you guys doing? And I was like, a photo shoot. And he's like, mm, 
because like he doesn't do like press anymore <laughs> and I was like he gets it because yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's like it's tiring <laughs> And I was like, oh no, he's making fun of me. <laughs> yeah. But he wouldn't be. You're, you're on the tour. You're on the tour. Yeah. Do you remember a moment though? <laughs> you remember a moment when everything kind of changed? I like asking this question because like it might have been a song you wrote or a show you did where you kind of go, I get it now. Or being think- here in an arena now. Like, is there a moment where you go, this is pretty, pretty gnarly. I think like, the main thing I would think of when you ask that is like when I released Punching Bag. Because yeah. like I said, I had like a separate EP before that. Um, that just had like not many listeners. Like mm. a couple, I like had a couple like random playlists in the Netherlands or something. But when I, I took that all down, I put out Punching Bag. And then that's when I found like my managers. And then that's when I started talking to Dirty Hit and like, I don't know why I just, it was like, I also think it was like a psychological thing of like, who is this person with just one song out when really I've been like working <laughs> yeah, at yeah, it for yeah. a long time. Um, but definitely that first song. And then also just like um, my, anytime I play my own headline shows mm. where I think so far all of them have sold out when I play very well, small rooms. So. <laughs> like, well, no, it's but- like, I think the first year was like 250 in New York and LA and 150 in London. And then last year was like 500 in New York and LA. But you say, you, you even said yourself, no, we're, like we're in, in, in an industry though that's so cluttered. Yeah. Like there's also people doing shows with no one turning no, up. No, I know. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm so thankful. I know. Like, I, yeah, that's awesome. Thankful and, and grateful yeah. for it. But I think every time I play those shows too, where everyone's there to see me, is mm. like, I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah. Like, especially yeah. when it was like, when it's across the world like of course when it was in London and people came from like Spain they're like I took a train and, to see, yeah. and I'm like why <laughs> I'm always like surprised but yeah you have an EP coming out in June Mr. Big Shot is it all about EPs you got an album on the horizon what, what do you feel because also feel with like streaming it's like it doesn't the, the whole idea of the album doesn't necessarily have to kind of happen anymore clearly you're selling tickets and you're yeah I am very excited to, I, this is my last EP. I can say that. Okay. There you go. Um, Good. I'm excited to get into album mode. I'm on tour for months right now, but once I get home, I have like a lot of demos that we've started that I'm excited to dive into. And album is just like a lot bigger of a a beast mm-hmm. because EP is like four to six songs so far. Yeah. Um, also, there's something. There's a bit of a pressure when it says debut album. Oh yeah, from Wallace. I mean, like, I think I that. Mean? What does this mean? Debut albums get a lot more attention than EPs, mm-hmm. though. So, yeah, true. So I'm excited, not for attention. I said that weird, but <laughs> like to build a body of work that's like you know 11 to 14 songs mm-hmm. or like 40 plus minutes of music rather than like. 20 yeah. less than 20 yeah um but yeah that's what's next for after this ep but i'm very excited for it. we've only had one release so far from this ep but mm. i'm very proud obviously hopefully mm. uh, i would be of all the songs on this ep do you find it hard when you're like doing these big tours and you're like i've just seen you've got more dates when you go home you've got like the dates are dates like it's crazy the posters are almost <laughs> zoom in on Instagram um, do you get time to write do you get time in like when we're sitting in these rooms uh, at an arena in Sydney do you 
get time or do you need to take yourself away from it all completely? I can't really write on the road mm. because we're doing a very budget-friendly touring <laughs> life. It's like if you have like a tour bus, you can use like the back yeah. corner. What does like budget a, friendly mean? To, uh, I hear you flying on a budget airline and you Jetstar. <laughs> <laughs> Jetstar for one. Mm-hmm. Um, Ibis budget. Oh yeah. <laughs> and any, uh, any, Ubering. Any company Ubering. named after a bin chicken? <laughs> <laughs> I just learned what a bin chicken. Oh, have you was. seen any? Yeah. Yeah, there's a few out the front dressed um, like Maddie Healy. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it's the, like, touring's so crazy expensive, I can't think about it, but, yeah, Jetstar's rough. Mm-hmm. I hear you like snacks, too. I've, I've heard a little birdie in the room. Snacks? Mate. Yeah. Yeah, I love snacks. Like, yeah, so my, okay, my bag was overweight because my snacks. <laughs> That's Fine. what I mean. That's what I mean. That's the story I needed. Fine. <laughs> um, Everyone's talking about you. <laughs> yeah, I love What's your favorite Australian snack? I haven't tried any yet. I feel I won't ruin it, but I feel like you might be presented with it after this chat. Yeah, I am excited to try mm. a Tim Ta- Tim Tams. Oh yeah, I think it's also, better. It's I think funny. it's better than that. You should extra, um, explain what a golden gay time is. Have you heard of golden gay time? No. What do you think when you hear the words golden gay time? Maybe like a uh, a biscuit. No, it's a gay orgy. You've actually got a gay <laughs> orgy back in your room. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's an ice cream. It's an ice, an ice cream? cream? Yes. I love ice cream. And then a gay orgy. So it's up to you. Um. <laughs> There's also snakes alive. Yeah. Isn't that just gummy worms? Pretty much, yeah. It's so, but so I was li- like, But in America, you're alive. so literal, like gummy worms, sure, <laughs> but snakes alive? Snakes alive? I've been seeing that at the airports. It's so funny. <laughs> All right, I'm so tell me, you're about to leave Australia, and, we've, and, and I can't wait. I obviously haven't seen you before, so I'm really looking forward to seeing the show tonight. Um, what what can we expect from the show for people who haven't seen a Wallace show? And obviously, if you're listening to this now, you would have already finished your last Australian show, so boo to you. But next time you come out here, what I'll can... I'll be back soon. Yeah. I'll be back in October. Oh, serious? Yeah, for my own little shows. Oh, serious? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Okay, well, there you go. Um... This show Can we get tonight, tickets now? Or do, we, do we know anywhere? We, I think we, they. it's like announced next week, so probably okay. by this time. Well, this is out. Yep. Yeah, we'll say. put a link up somewhere. Boop. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Push this for me. Of course, that's why we're here. <laughs> um, Talking into iPhones. <laughs> <laughs> um, I try to make it rock and roll, but I feel like everyone who says that is never actually rock and roll. Um, I don't know. That's all right. You don't need to. And I would say rock and roll. Yeah. All right. Good. In a modern way, that yeah. doesn't. Might m- some people might not deg- agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this podcast is called Introducing, so we always finish off with asking you to introduce us to someone. Like, who are you listening to? Who are you loving at the moment? And you can take your time because I know that's a big question. But do you li- who are you listening to at the moment that you go, yeah, this person's cool. Well, I always say like he's actually like kind of well known, but not. That's I right. feel like he's not big enough, like mm-hmm. Sam Evion. Do you know oh, him? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's, all of his work is so amazing, but he just, like, I don't know how he's not, like, huge. Mm-hmm. His his uh time, last, I think his last year, his album Time to Melt came out, and that's just, like, one of my favorite ever. So hopefully I'll introduce yeah. them to someone. Let's do it. Now. <laughs> Well, congrats on the EPs, Thank but I can't you. wait for the album, can't Thank wait for so the much. show, and yeah. I promise if you speak to me in October, which I think we should lock in, 
we'll have microphones. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll bring you a power cord next time. It's so lovely to meet you. Congratulations yeah. with everything, and I nice can't wait to, to see you, you tonight. Thank you. Thanks for having me.